0: Hi, I'm Rob Vanstone. I'm here with uh, my colleague, Murray McCormick. Massive news today. I'm not sure there's been bigger news in the history of the Canadian Football League or certainly news that has been more dire or worrisome than the notification or confirmation uh, today being Monday that the 2020 CFL season has been canceled. There's so many way, directions in which we can go with this. There's so much uncertainty. Murr, just off uh, off the top, what do you make of all this?
1: Do we call it Black Monday, CFL style? It um, seems to fit. Seems to fit. Not unexpected. But even though it's not unexpected and I kept thinking it was coming, I was hitting the gut today when I read the CFL release and I saw the tweets that, you know, the CFL means so much to all of us and has been done so well for all of us and to see it miss a season, but they had to do it. I know to to the other side, we're we're probably gonna do a lot of this stuff going back and forth about our emotions and then back to saying they had to do it, but they couldn't have a season. There's so many logistical issues to deal with this season. And when the federal government said they're not giving them that $30 million, that was the final straw, in my mind. And that I'm was- I'm not great, even
0: great... sure that, that was especially workable even with the loan. They, they were dealing with so much in terms of time constraints, uh, trying to go ahead with their own bubble uh, without some of the uh, resources available to the, to the other, to the NHL, NBA. Um, I think it would have been a perilous path even to go oh. down 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 that road.
1: Imagine all this, if they say announced us today, hypothetically, they're gonna go with a season, it'd be all stories about how can they go ahead with the season? How can players get across the border? How can they live su- successfully in the bubble? What happens if they have to shut down? One team gets a whole bunch of coronavirus and they have to shut it down. There were all of these questions and they had a $30 million loan from the government, which wasn't going anywhere. So. Randy Ambrosio talked about and he said in the top part of the press release, this is about the future of the CFL, getting ready for 2021. So guess what, CFL? You've thrown that out there. You better be getting ready for 2021. 2020, you've got to deal with season ticket holders, because that part and sponsors is still not over and done with yet, because I still think there's still got to be financial and uh, ramifications dealt with. But start working on 2021, maybe a, a different salary cap. doesn't see quarterbacks getting $700,000. And Canadians and first-year Americans are getting 65. They have to do some way to balance that. They have to do something to get this season, to use this season as a restart, and not just to get back to the way that things were in 2021. There's a whole lot of issues with this league right now. And this, unfortunately, the pandemic brought it all to front, brought it all to floor. Like, we're so excited. Think, Just think back to even January. You know, the Great Cups coming in here. Cody Fajardo is heading into his second year. We're excited about that all these things, and then they're all gone now. So use this momentum kind of, it's, can you use momentum, Rob? Maybe. Uh,
0: no momentum.
1: No momentum. Use whatever you can get out of this horrible day, this Black Monday, to move on, to set up a better 2021. Cause if there's no 2021, that's it. I don't, I think we both know that. And I think there's going to be a 2021.
0: Well, we really don't know. I mean, the virus is such an unpredictable, uh, Situ- uh, beast. And how do we? We don't know where we're going to be a week from now with, with COVID 19, let alone next May, uh, over the winter, etc. cetera. Um, so much of it is contingent upon a vaccine. So the CFL can make all the plans that it wants, but I, I still think there's got to be a plan A and a plan B. Plan A is a 2021 20, season, business as usual. And plan B is what if they can't? feasibly have a 2021 season because you're dependent upon tens of tens of thousands of people uh, occupying a stadium in order to proceed. It's a gate driven league. Uh, There aren't, there isn't the television windfall that allows uh, other leagues, bigger leagues to proceed. So they've got to, they've got to find a way to be able to make a go of it with, with, uh, with fans in the stands. And if barring that, it, it's just not feasible. That's been proven. Uh, this summer would have been proven this fall, and and they're looking at, at that again next year. So you really don't know. Uh, they they can make all the plans in the world, but the you know coronavirus is going to ultimately dictate uh, what happens. And one, I wonder if what's happened today and leading up to today was in some way could some way be turned into a positive for the CFL in that now they have more time to focus on one thing mm-hmm. and trying to find a plan that works and forget about this shortened, truncated season, even if it were to, to have proceeded, who knows how it would have turned out. Now they can predict, perhaps use this time more productively to first of all, develop a business plan that is sensible and that allows every team the uh, the chance or the, the 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 opportunity to at least break even or come close to it. And as you said, that business plan was flawed long mm-hmm. before its its uh, deficiencies were exposed by COVID-19 and the circumstances arising from it. So
1: there's no CFL games. Can we play a, the blame game, Rob? Who's to blame? Is Randy Ambrosi to blame? Is the CFL to blame for sending him in there, sending him against the House Finance Committee so badly prepared that he was got his butt kicked? Uh, there's the government to blame? You made a point today in your call, God, I can't remember which column I've read now, you read so many of them, but there's no liberals out West. We have no, we have no
0: power in Manitoba, Not in Saskatchewan, not in Alberta.
1: And we used to have, and in Ralph Goodell, we used to have one of the most powerful liberals in the government, in any, on both sides. And he's gone now, and which is sad. No, I don't know if Ralph would be able to accomplish anything, but so is it the government? Is it Ambrose? Is it the league? Or are we just gonna take the easy way since this damn coronavirus that has just struck everybody and hit everybody with so many unexpected ways and so many challenges that the CFR was doomed for failure anyway, because it could not handle the battle against coronavirus. What do you think?
0: Well, I, I, you know, we'll never know the extent to which Ralph Goodell's presence at the table could have been influential. It's only one person, but it was a very influential person. If you look at the 2005 Canada Summer Games and everything leading to, up to that uh-huh. and the infrastructure, and Regina, I think that was that exemplified the influence that he wielded. And he showed up in Regina uh,
1: with a check every day, every weekend. So
0: to not have a seat at the table in a Liberal government that's all ultimately calling the tune, I don't know how that uh, that could have been a positive. Uh, that said, I think the manner in which the whole uh, proposal was presented. Uh, at various junctures made it very easy for the federal government to say no if you 're a federal politician you 're looking at this and you 're thinking and you 're a guardian of the taxpayer's money uh supposedly um, what are the chances of of are we throwing good money after bad here they 've already told us in the introductory presentation to the House of Commons standing committee on on finance that even in even in non coronavirus times they're losing between 10 and $20 million a year. That's without this monster to slay. So you have to be concerned, A, are we throwing good money after bad? And B, even if they're giving it, given an interest-free loan, what are the, what's the prospect of repayment? So I think that the way it was, and you have to cut Randy Ambrosia. I think in all commissioners of sport, some slack here because of the, the no, there's no playbook for this. And it was, you know, it's, it's unprecedented in, in our lifetime. So to an extent, everybody's making it up as they go. But, but right. to go into, the, uh, into that appearance without representation from the Players Association, without checking off as many boxes as needed to be checked off, I, just, I think it set a tone for everything that ensued. And I just don't think the federal government was given a reason to have confidence in the Canadian Football League, given its handling of the situation. So yeah, here like
1: we I, are. Here we are, like, and they, I kind of like some states, they, they treated the CFLs like any other small business. They didn't put them aside on a pedestal or anything. And I guess as a smaller business, and we don't think it's small, but it is a small business. And the way to go was not given their own because they hadn't shown enough transparencies where it sounds like me. they How is MLSC gonna show its books to the government and all these privately owned teams, they don't show the books to anybody. So I don't know how they can do that transparency, but
0: the federal government has said that going forward, they're interested in talking with the the CFL about ways to ensure its survival uh, in 2021 and beyond. But as part of that process, they're going to have to open the books. They're going to have to be fully transparent. uh, And that's unpalatable to them, I'm sure, but less palatable would be, not being able to proceed. And I, they're gonna need some kind of benefactor, don't you think, next year? Because mm-hmm. even, if, even if coronavirus were to disappear magically,
1: and uh, like
0: like would at some point, there's gonna be a wariness, I think, on the part of the public of, of going to games and not socially distancing, because all that's burned into our brains right now. And there's also gonna be the economic impediments Created by the coronavirus, people are struggling, businesses are struggling. So how do you suddenly come up with a not with a with the money to patronize CF, the CFL as you once did? Tickets aren't cheap, and, uh, and and the same applies to sponsors. So I think there's got to be a scaling down of the entire economic model to to allow participation by the businesses and to allow participation from the fans. Because if you're paying a hundred dollars for if you're asking people to pay $100 for a hundred dollars for for a rider ticket given these times, I think you're just you're asking for it. So you've yeah. got to scale that down. And then the problem becomes becomes you've attached a $12 facility fee to every yeah. right ticket. Well, $12 on top of, say, $70 might seem somewhat nominal. But mm-hmm. if, you're, if you've scaled down the ticket prices and suddenly you're adding $12 to $30, $40, I think that facility fee becomes prohibitive. And that's the key to the re- repayment of $100 yeah. million loan. So if the federal government doesn't be able to CFL out and the provincial ta- taxpayers in Saskatchewan would 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 be wrapped up in that, suddenly it's municipal and provincial governments that are stuck with the tab for the for that 278 million dollar stadium, or at least the bulk of the 100 million dollar loan, if you can't have uh, events in that uh, facility with enough frequency, or without the uh, without enough revenue garnered from the facility fee to pay repay the loan on schedule. So there's there's ramifications for every taxpayer, not just people who happen to have an abiding interest in the Canadian football league. Here's
1: a question I don't know if we can even answer. What happens to the players? No season, that, no contracts. No,
0: season, no money.
1: No money. And some of them have, have received bonus money in the off season. Like Cody Fujarro got his money, got his bonus money. Some other guys have not not as many teams survive on it. Maybe Cody can. I don't think a lot of the other guys can survive on a $10,000 bonus if they get that five to ten. I don't know how much they are. It's and all if you're an
0: American so. player, you do the exchange rate, and it's yeah. not it's, very good. So,
1: so, so the players, they've know, on
0: the whole, they haven't been able to really generate a lot of other means of income because in the back of their mind, they had to think, okay, we've got to prepare for a season in case there is one. But mm-hmm. now what? We're in mid-August, and suddenly, okay, and that no goes- season. Fend for yourselves. And that comes back to
1: the blame game. The players are going to blame the league for shutting it down, but the league, you know, basically was forced into his hand. So I don't know how the players in the CFLP are going to sort out what's going to happen here in 2021. I guess you have to put a, pand- a pandemic clause <laughs> in whatever CBA you have. I don't I don't even know, but there's the players. And justifiably so, the players are going to be mad because they they've had their incomes slashed, but they're also smart men, I think, and could have, should have seen this coming and somehow prepared in some sort of manner for the season to be counted, and I have no idea that's other than finding I'll another job. And a lot of them do jobs that are involved in personal interaction, like like personal trainers, there's substitute teachers, there's financial guys. So that those incomes have been also, they're pretty hard to find in the States right now too, because feel don't have the money. So I don't know what they're gonna do, and these guys, you know, the guys made eight grand a year, I don't, I don't know how they're going to survive i don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what kind of players are going to have in twenty twenty one I think the I think global the, game is the over
0: <laughs> the global game's over i i i mean there'll always be players It's just a matter of how recognizable will they be how- how yeah. what will be the degree of of compensation that they receive there'll always be people who want to play the game but will they be the of the caliber that to, that we're accustomed to would they be would they be recognized i really feel for the you, know, you feel for the players more than anything yeah. I mean, the the owners of the private teams, despite the hits are absorbing, they're all rich. Uh, the coaches and GMs, even with the salary cuts, they're, doing, they're still doing well. There's still people on CFL payrolls, and many of them are well paid. And, and left out of the entire discussion has been uh, the, the people who are actually the show. And, yeah. and now what? Now that there's no games, there's no possible revenue for 2020, how do you – how do you remunerate them at all unless there's some government program for which they can, to which they can apply for assistance, but some of them aren't, uh, you know, roughly half of them aren't even Canadian. So what are they eligible for? Who's it's eligible? Even interesting. It goes on and on. The tentacles just keep, just keep and branching I mean, the people that work for the
1: teams. Like we know there's lots of people that work for the teams and this is their job. Are they going to keep them around for till 2021? Can they afford, to, I, I don't I, I'm not 100% sure how CERB works with this, if they cancel the season, we'll see what happens to them. There's a lot of people in the CFL and you and I both, it's not just the people in the office. It's the people that work at the Everest place. It's the people that drive the buses. It's, it's the volunteers who do so much. and It is really, you know, the more you think about it, we'll, we'll somehow get through this day and whatnot and move on to another, but it's it's a sad day. There's no way, other way to put it. And it's, you know, we try to be realistic and we have to be unbiased, but boy, it, it hurts. It's just, it's You said the, as you started this, probably the worst day ever in CFL history. I don't think it's been one because it's always managed to find its way through these messes, and there's no way through this mess. So
0: I mean, the worst day ever, I- excluding, you know, human loss, the the Mount Slessey uh, air crash of December 1956, four rough riders were killed. Uh, Calvin yeah. Jones, the Peg Blue Bombers was killed, you know, uh, rider, director, etc. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm that's the darkest day in, in league history. But uh, when you look at uh, just in terms of the league's viability, um, <laughs> it's, it's, and it's so sad. I mean, I, I grew up um, watching this team. I was attending games when my mom was pregnant. Uh, you know, I've seen three of their four Grey cup victories. I've written three books on the team. I mean, I feel this not only from the constituency of someone who, who uh, writes about the team, but somebody who's been interested in it as far back as trading football cards in the playgrounds in Massey, Massy School fifty years ago. So you grew up worshiping Ronnie and George, and you just think that there's always going to be football, and that's the yeah. the highlight of the summer for so many people, highlight of the fall, myself included. And now it's just it's hard to process the fact that there won't be a 2020 season. It just as much as you. As you said, off the top, as much as you're anticipating it and expecting it, to hear that news, it's, it's really jarring. And there have been whispers of optimism during the weekend. Yeah, too I it. know. They yeah. might be able to make a go of it, and then kaboom. And so just when the optimism – it seemed like the optimism waned almost completely, and then suddenly it started building up again. Crash. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yep. So
1: anyway, I wish I had something more to say. Go 2021. Maybe there'll be a 2022 Grey Cup here. We're like everyone else, trying to find out. It'll be interesting to see what the decisions went in behind the behind the scenes on this. Uh, I'm curious to find out which teams are supportive of this, whether it was unanimous. you know, I would assume it'd have to be unanimous. Does it have to be unanimous? I don't know.
0: Well, without federal funding, it's over. Is going true. to vote for this. Yeah. For a season. Yeah. So I think it's and unanimous. You, so this is just do, you, an
1: and, 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 and do you think the CFL did everything in its power to have a 2020 season Rob do you think it
0: I, I believe it, it, it did uh, I, I mean a lot of it wasn't visible uh, the league did not share much of anything with the media and by extension the public. I think mm-hmm. that was at stake, uh, especially when you're asking for public money you you've got to be a little more transparent than that yeah uh, have to give away everything that's happening in negotiations to give people a general update on what's going on. Uh, you're talking about your customers and you're also talking about your players. But all that being said, I'm sure every possible phone call was made. Every possible text message was sent. Yep. I don't doubt for a minute that they did, they pulled out all the stops trying to make this happen. Ultimately, it just wasn't practical to do so. And as painful as it is, I think the only realistic decision has been made and now we look ahead.
1: Yep. And I hope you have something to look forward to in 2021. Rob? It's been great chatting with you. I wish the topic was a little more upbeat. You're looking good, though.
0: Yeah, one, uh, well, 75 pounds are gone since the last podcast. So there's that. But uh, I'm very sad that the CFL has uh, also gone. Also, also I'm, I'm sure there'll be a <laughs> lot still... to talk about days and weeks ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's uh, no shortages of issues. shortage of issues to dissect and an abundance of time in which to dissect them. So... Mar, thanks yeah. for doing this today and to, first to everybody else for joining.
1: point. I just our first summer rider rumblings. Have we had one?
0: We no, had one? we haven't.
1: Maybe we had one in May. I don't know. Well, that's okay. Well, that's off. But... All right. Good talking to you all. Thank
0: and thanks and, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Hope everybody is uh, is well despite this news.